Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into Start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shoot him, make Yeah, tighten the clothing. Tighten the clothing, um, right out of Toronto. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Br- that's uh, that's home for Bryce and I too. We're both uh, a little bit east. Bryce is down in Michigan now. Um, nice. Played hockey down there. Met his wife. Stayed down there. So uh, it's kind of cool. We we jump on and like to just get involved with anybody like in the golf community. So I know it's more of like a well, it's like a you got a little bit of golf lineup and it's like a streetwear brand, I guess as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially um, I just kind of make what I like, right? So, yeah. Um. I love the game of golf, obviously. And, you know, um, how cool is it to, you know, make your own polos and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? And something that looks a little different, you know, than the standard, you know, golf town Nike polo or Adidas yeah. polo or whatever you're rocking, right? Did so, you, was your intent to like go into the golf industry right away or kind of more streetwear first? Not, not really. Yeah. Mostly just streetwear. Like I just wanted to, I, I was really into fashion. Um, how I kind of started was, I loved rocking pieces that people didn't necessarily have like other people. Right. So I kind of rock things. You'll find it on Instagram. was huge, right. When Instagram blew up in like 2010 or whatever, you know, just finding these little brands. Um, And then I started focusing on like Toronto brands. Right. So I was like really big into these local brands and supporting them. And it felt good to support a local brand um, that not everyone had. Right. So when I'm going to house parties and stuff in college or whatever, you know, people are asking me, yo, that's a nice sweater. What are you wearing? Right. Mm-hmm. And just that feeling of someone asking you like what you're wearing, like you're not going to get that from wearing a Nike hoodie. You know what I mean? So that kind of popped off and I started looking at a lot of these brands and I used to work for a, a social media agency or an agency and I ran the social media department. I was like, I could start an Instagram. I could do the photography. I know how to build a website. I love design. Right. So that's kind of how it started. So uh, from there, I just built the brand and I, I run everything myself. Right. So, so Tyler, why tight knit? What, uh, what was kind of the uh, story behind that, but behind picking the brand name? Yeah. So the brand name comes from just building a community. Um, I don't know how old you guys are, but there used to be this website. I think they're still around. They're called the chive. Yeah, um, I know the it chive, was kind of like a, yeah, they make like funny posts and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but they had their own merch and it was incredible. The merch would sell out. They'd have a drop date. The merch would sell out incredibly fast. And everyone that wore a keep calm chive on shirt, it was like a brotherhood or like a family. Mm. Right. So if you saw a guy and he was a chiver, you know, wearing a keep calm chive on to you, you were like, you, you were instantly friends. You had that connection, that tight knit family feel. Right. So I, when I was thinking of building a brand in 2016, I was like, I wanted that community feel where if you're wearing a piece of my clothing, that's an, that's an open invitation to say what up to that dude or that girl and say, Hey, Oh, you're rocking tight knit or whatever. So the name just comes from tight knit family, trying to build a brand around community. Um, And then I'm a huge hip hop fan. So the logo, the needle and yarn um, is just playing off the, the knit aspect of tight knit. Right. And it's kind of a unique logo. I get 
I get so many compliments um, throughout the week just based on the logo. I love it, man. I saw you post like a reel too about somebody kind of just shitting on it one time or something. And it was just like, this is a really cool, simple, like catchy logo, man. And it looks yeah. like it looks great on gear too. So I remember you posting that. It was kind of like, that was it probably was a funny. few months back now, but I was like, how is somebody not like this one, right? Yeah, it was funny. I mean, I used to do um, local markets in Toronto. Um, you know, old, old ladies would come up to me that were like, you know, crocheters or knitters and they'd be like, Oh, your logo is so cute. Right. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's hilarious. Right. So I'm kind of getting all demographics. Yeah. Really breaking into that knitting scene. <laughs> like, man, That's yeah. so cool. It's uh, can, can we kind of like bring it back to when you started it? Um, maybe what year kind of what, uh, what inspired you kind of got into it a little bit, but what inspired the start of it? And, um, you know, maybe the first couple pieces in the first couple iterations that you went through in the brand. Yeah. So, um, the idea, the concept kind of started in 2016. Um, and again, I was thinking of all ideas. So tighten it. I knew that was going to be the name. And then I came up with the old logo and I was like, that's so sick. And I, and I was just playing with the word tight, like that was a term used a lot in like hip hop culture, like in the early nineties, people still use it yeah. today, but yeah. it was like really prominent. It was big, right? man. When I was young, like I'm 35 now. So for anybody yeah. listening, but like, it was big. Like when I was like a teenager, that <clears throat> was like, that was one of our, our, uh, I don't know, our slogans, I guess, or one of our like main words that we use to like, I don't know, kids say like bet. Now. What, saying like, like that's say, tight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like my hashtag that I always use is keep it tight. Like, yeah. Which means... Mm -hmm. That it can mean essentially anything. Um, I was going to ask you guys, what what does that phrase mean to you? But, it, you know, to in that generation, it was like, you know, keep it together, keep going, you know, yeah. keep doing your thing, right? But, you know, people, that can mean anything. That can mean your fitness goals. That could mean, uh, you know. Find a fairway, like, keep it in the fairway yeah, maybe, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right. Yeah. I like so, that. So, yeah, uh, we started the brand in 2016. My first drop wasn't until, like, February uh, 2017, I dropped some toques, um, and some crew necks with just the OG logo embroidered on the left chest. And, you know, I was just, I was just jumping. I, it's not like I saved up any money or anything. I just kind of went with it. You know what I mean? I had a few hundred dollars. I put it together in the crew necks and some toques. They sold really well. And it was, you know, friends and family supporting at first. And then I started um, at that time I was using like, um, like a printing company, right. Where they supply the garments and they do the in-house printing. And then I quickly learned that if you're going to, you can't really build a brand off them because they're, they're upcharging you on the garments and the printing services. So it, it would be better to find the manufacturer of the hoodies, go directly to them, get to them for that price and then go to a direct, you know, printing house and just get the embroidery or the the uh, screen printing services so you save a few dollars that way so and then it was just slowly building social media getting better with the photography editing videos um and then yeah i now these streetwear scene has exploded like there's so many brands yeah mm -hmm. i've been in the game since like i said like 2017 so you know, everyone's using the same blanks this and that and they're cheap and they're from overseas or whatever and to me, the worst feeling is the world if, is if someone buys something, they're not happy with it. They're not happy with the quality. You know what I mean? Like, I really want you to love it and 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 get every dollar that you spend out of that. Right. So mm -hmm. I really wanted to start looking locally. Um, so a, a couple of years ago, I started working with um, Toronto manufacturers 
um, and really sourcing good products, you know, just, just scouring the internet and finding those incredible manufacturers, right? So like this hoodie that I'm wearing right now is made in Scarborough. The screen print was uh, printed in like North Toronto. And this is the same blank that Supreme has used in the past and like brands like OVO. So it's a super high quality made in Toronto and a heavyweight, you know, hoodie, right? Like it's going to last you forever when you buy one. Right? That's right. sweet too. You're fully in Toronto. Cause there's a lot of companies, like you said, that do outsource it overseas and stuff. And, and, and yeah, you can get the qual- same quality, but I mean, as a business owner, I'm sure it's way easier just having everything in house and more. Well, yeah. And-, and for samples too, like I tried the China thing and like, man, if just the sample process, ordering things like that's going to cost you a few hundred dollars to, to get a sample that you don't even like half mm-hmm. the time, right? Like the quality is crap. So that's another thing where I think I've been kind of successful is that mm-hmm. I'm super picky when mm-hmm. it comes to everything about the brand. So like, if I won't sell you something that I don't really like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not in the business to make money. It's still a side hustle for me. Yeah. Um, I just want to make, yeah, I just want to make stuff that I really like. And if other people like it too, then, you know, that's tight. Yeah, that's kind of how we uh, how we were doing our merch. Like when we were like, that's why I say when I'm talking to like when we're talking to uh, like clothing brands and like apparel companies and stuff, it's like merch is such a beast, man. And we were trying like that, uh, you know, direct to or I guess uh, I, I don't know exactly what you call it, but we use like Printful and a couple things like that. It was so yeah. hard, man, and it's just so we've done like a couple things recently, and it's like it's a lot to set up like to digitize the logos and all of that stuff and then you know for anybody at this point we're you know primarily a podcast so anybody who who wants merch or something from us like it doesn't really matter we can like set something up and we don't have to take like we're not trying to take anything of it because we're only doing it in that way but through like a printing a direct a direct printing company i guess right so do you find uh, sorry go ahead how was the printful um experience for you like was did you ever get like feedback like, oh, this hoodie, the product, you know, something's peeling or no. they kind of handle all the customer service, right? But you're kind of the middleman, right? So it's like, yeah, you know, you so luckily, uh, yeah. Our yeah. actually turned out good, in my opinion. Yeah, luckily, that. the only dud we got was mine. I got like one bad one that had some misstitching on like one of the sleeves and one of the pockets was coming out. Uh, pretty easy to deal with them. Just email them back. They said, send a photo and we'll uh, we'll take care of it or whatever. But do you find, Tyler, that um, sourcing that better quality um, like garment, you know, getting it set up, getting the embroidery done like locally, obviously you said it's like much more convenient for you, but I'm sure there's more cost involved in that too. But do you find that you're getting a lot more feedback, a lot better feedback from clients? You're probably getting a lot of like return clients with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially with like the boom of TikTok, like really voicing that, like mm-hmm. I, I have a one video that I've pinned to my TikTok that like kind of went semi-viral for me, like over a hundred thousand or so, like just explaining like, I'm at the same manufacturer as like OVO, right? And I think when people understand that, because like I said before, the, the the industry is kind of saturated with so many brands. So I just want to stand out, right? And for me to like go to the manufacturer, shake the guy's hand and actually like touch and feel the samples, try them on, make sure they fit me well and make sure that I really like them before I place the order means so much, right? Rather than going the other route, which, which I mentioned before, which could be a, a financial disaster getting yeah. orders shipped back and forth right so yeah it's been great feedback um and at the end of the day is as long as i'm happy with the product like i said if it's it's just a bonus if other people are yeah um 
and that's really what it's all, what it's all about. Mac here for BioSteel. We absolutely love this one on the pod. The hydration mix has been in our golf bags forever. The hydration mix has been designed in the most natural way possible to help you stay hydrated throughout your round of golf. Zero Sugar Formula is made from clean, quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors and colors. Added vitamins and minerals to help support overall good health, normal function of your golf swing and your immune system. Simply mix it into some water and you can enjoy it through all 18 holes. Clean, healthy hydration. Zero sugar, natural health product, no artificial flavors or colors, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, caffeine-free, NSF certified for sport, biosteel.ca, biosteel.com. Use the promo code SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. Stay hydrated, my friends. So what are you doing to um, to like make sure that you guys are standing out? Like, I know you guys got a lot of like really cool colors and stuff. Obviously, the logo is something that stands out. It like kind of people pick it up. It's a conversation piece. Are you like constantly researching like new trends that are coming out? Um, like as we move more into like the golf space and the golf topic, like I'm sure that we'll discuss kind of how the golf market is changing. Like that's obviously something that if it's a sport that you love is kind of developed that way as well. Yeah, so um, the streetwear industry is kind of funny because I find a lot of brands think they're like a little too cool for school. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a lot of these brands, you don't even know who's behind them. You know what I mean? They kind of hide behind the social media presence and you know, they have that following just because, you know, through influencers or what have you. So I'm trying to set myself apart by being more personable. And that kind of comes with the whole brand tight knit, like you can DM me and we can chop it up in the DMS and talk, you know what I mean? Whereas some brands that I've, uh, I've had personal encounters with put a bad taste in my mouth, like local right. Toronto brands where, you know, you go in there and the shopping experiences, you know, they don't even talk to you, the, the employees or they're on their phones and you know, the, the music's super loud and no one's really helping you. Right. I'm like, what kind of shopping experience is that? Right. So I'm trying to kind of set myself apart from the, that, that cool um, situation that seems to be present in streetwear by yeah. being more open and showing myself. And I'm just like a normal dude. And hopefully, you know, you like, you like what I'm saying. You like what I'm talking about. You like my vibes and, and you'll like my clothing. Right? Mm. So, Can we, uh, can we talk about a little bit of what you got in the lineup right now? Sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you go to the website, tightnicoli.com, you can see what we have. Um, Specialized in tees and hoodies that are made in Toronto. The polos are tough, uh, but I got two new polos dropping. Um, I've got uh, the tight knit golf club hats that are dropping. So I got three colorways for that. We're restocking the green and purple, which did really well last summer. Yeah, I like that um, one. That one's been my favorite then, uh, to look at so far, man. I uh, yeah. Well, I was like I, when we were after we were talking a little bit, I saw you post one of those stories, and I said I got to get one of those. So. Yeah, uh, and then I got people really love the unstructured hats too, so I'm dropping more of those. The OG logo on them. Um, but yeah, it's golf fashion's funny. I think we've gotten to a point where like all over floral print polos has just saturated the scene so much that yeah. like i just i just like a basic polo right so mm -hmm. the two that i'm dropping are just um some bright colors uh and just like your casual stripes um and then just just clean i like i like golf fashion pretty clean you know what i mean i, I always like to stunt with the 
the tight knit socks and then a, a pair of Jordan four golf shoes on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I'm a, I'm a big sneaker dude. So I love my shoes. So as long as the golf fit is nice and clean, and then we can kind of stunt a little bit with the socks and the shoes. So yeah, you also yeah. kind of have an open world right now with, I know we're still, we're, I think we're kind of getting to the tail end of it, but we're still in the midst of like golf outfits evolving right i mean it's not so much your pants or your shorts and your collared shirt guys are wearing hoodies now guys are wearing kind of joggers now so i think uh i think there's time still where you can change the game a little more too and kind of get that more street wear into the golf course yeah the fashion's really getting more and more casual so it's going to be really interesting i think to see uh where it goes in like the next you know five ten years because mm-hmm. yeah you're right there's a lot of brands you know, like Malvin golf is one of my yeah. favorites. Um, I went, I was lucky enough in like 2018 to go to their store on Fairfax and what an experience that was so eye opening to me. Like they had a simulator there. Um, uh, um, the guy working the desk, he actually owns, um, Oh my God, he has his own brand now. What's it called? It starts with an S um he's on vice golf he does videos on vice golf now where he thrifts clubs have you seen it oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i've seen that oh yeah um, what is that it's on metal metal metalwood studio yeah metalwood metal yeah, studio sorry, on scratch, on scratch yeah, yeah. so he worked for malvin golf so that experience like just seeing that brand which was like yeah it's like hoodies crew necks yeah with mm-hmm. the logo like I was like, this is so dope. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, a big you're, you're Eric right. Anders Lang fan and like the random golf club and stuff, like very like similar type of like, you know, streetwear, a little bit more casual and stuff too. Right. So yeah, I think there's definitely a space and, and, you know, locally, like if you're trying to kind of capture that Toronto market, there isn't anything necessarily like specific to this, like, sure. It's like an oversaturated streetwear market, like you're saying, but if you're, you know, passionate about golf as as we are and like kind of finding that space like i know friends of ours the shred 18 guys and stuff like that they're always kind of posting your stuff too like chris is is great man so it's like you know if you're trying to capture a market in this area i think that there's a lot of availability to do that i don't know that there's anybody really in the gta or ontario area like we know goat track the guys from goat track they're like big melbourne fans too they're out west and stuff but it's like there's there's plenty of space for it i think we're kind of seeing a big shift in that. And I see that already, like at the golf course, like we are mm-hmm. kind of blessed with our weather right now. So it's nice to get out there, but I think it's, uh, I think it's here, man. There's like a moment to capture it. Um, Tyler, like as you get kind of more into golf, if we can talk like a little bit about golf, how did you get into the game? Like how did, uh, how did golf get a hold of you? How did it, uh, it's probably, you're probably addicted like all of us now. It's, uh, it's got a piece of you. Oh yeah. 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 I was lucky. I was really early. So when I was a kid, um, I grew up in Schaumburg, so small town Schaumburg is in uh, King Township area. Um, so obviously hockey, you know what I mean? So you're playing hockey at a young age. And in the summertime, it was T-ball. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, after like the second year of T-ball, I was like, no, I want to golf. My dad was a big golfer, so he was definitely the influencer there. He's an excellent golfer. Even in his mid-70s, he can still shoot his age. Good for him. Um, man. So he was a, he was a big influence. Like there's pictures of me with the you know the little plastic golf club set. Mm-hmm. You know I got my dad's you know the golf that classic golf hat dressed up as like a little mini golfer in the front yard. Um, so yeah, I got in really early. We started there was a there was a, a kids league at Kettle Creek, which is a part of Cardinal there. So it's the short they got a short little 18 hole track there and they would teach you for an hour and then you'd go play nine holes. So it was awesome. You get a little lesson from the pro and you go play 18. So 
from then on, it was then we moved up to Cardinal. Same thing. You get a last thing you play 18. And then I started working at a golf course when I was, you know, 12, 13, getting golf for free. And now I'm learning more about the industry. Um, and then after I graduated high school, I had no idea what the hell I was doing in my life. So I went to uh, professional golf management at, at Georgian College and did mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, I've been an addict from a young age. Um, and what you kind of learn from working in the golf industry is like, it's not like you start to hate it, but you don't really appreciate it because you're at the golf course all the time. You know, right. you're dealing with members, you're dealing with customers mm-hmm. all the time. So you kind of like, you kind of want to get away from the golf course. So I kind of like being on this side of the business where like, I'm just making clothing and I can still go to the golf course and, you know, spend hours there and have, have a great time. Where do you play out now? Majority, majority. Um, so I'm in the men's league at Redcrest, which is Cardinals premium 18. So I, I, I live in Newmarket now. Okay. Uh, we moved from Toronto just before COVID. So it was, it was good timing, but we lived in Toronto and, Titan was conceived when I was living in Toronto. We lived in Toronto for like five years, five, six years. Um, shout out to the Fort York family. Um, so, yeah. So, Redcrest is a really great course. Have you guys played it? No, I haven't. No, I haven't played it no, yet. No. Yeah. If you ever get up here, definitely do. It's a beautiful course. The men's league is 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 a great league. And uh, it's cheap. It's like 60 bucks. You go play 18 holes. They score the first nine. You can win some skins, some prizes, and stuff like that. So that that definitely keeps you busy. I love it, man. I feel like uh, like me and Sean, my yeah. uh, buddy Corey's the guys that we're golfing with. It's almost like you can't go to the course without a little skin on the game now, right? Like skin in the game. You gotta have oh, a, for sure. you gotta have yeah. a little something. Like you gotta have a little side bet going or something like that. So yeah, it's uh, last last year Redcrest was giving. Um, Years ago, the men's league used to pay out cash, but last year, for whatever reason, if you want a skin or something, they give you a, a sleeve of Pro V1s. And I had, I won like, I don't know, throughout the season, like 10 skins. So I just had all these. I was like, this is amazing. I've got yeah. Pro V1s for the season. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you're pretty much like a titleist rep now. That's sweet. Are you, uh, <laughs> if we can kind of talk about a few of the things, you mentioned that you have a bit of a golf lineup coming. You mentioned the uh, the hats are coming out, a couple of polos and stuff like that. Do you have anything else, Tyler, that you're working on that's coming up in the next little while that, uh, you know, any of the future releases? We love kind of getting that first idea of what uh, what brands are doing so we can uh, clip it or something like that, you know, like try and get some, uh, yeah, some information. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So definitely um, I've got some tees in the lineup. Um, the OG logo with the secondary logo printed on the back always do well. So I always like messing around with those colorways. So those will be definitely dropping more towards the summer. And then, you know, in August, we're going to go more earthy tones with the hoodies. Um, and I, I'm going to kind of make it more cleaner, just like the embroidery on the left chest. A lot of people love that, especially like, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now too, right? Yeah. La- you know, yeah. less in your face, kinda, yeah. which is, you know, kind of where streetwear tends to be sometimes is it's like more in your face graphics. Like I like kind of keeping it clean, especially now that I'm getting older. Um, so yeah, that's kind of in the pipeline. That's kind of been ours too. And that seemed to be, you know, I think Bryce are like pretty attractive in some sense. Like some people like the, you know, like some stitching going up and down the arms and stuff like that. But even just like, we just have like the, the font like logo here. And then we have our, our logo. I'm not wearing it right now, but Bryce is. Um, um, and then we got a couple other ones that we've released since then that just have like the, you know, golf ball and the headphones kind of thing. That's sort of been our, uh, our staple and people love it. So we printed out a master's release and we actually had a few people reach out and, and, uh, and pick those up, which was really cool. Um, but again, merch is an absolute beast, man. It's not something that we're, yeah, uh, it's tough. It's a not, lot of people yeah. think 
they can just come in and make money. And I'm telling you, it's not like that. You've got to be really good at marketing or paying for advertising or, you know, working with influencers and stuff like that. Like it's, uh, it's a or huge Or have hustle. something new, which is almost impossible to do in the stand. Yeah. Because you know, everyone's yeah. thought of everything. And Yeah. If you don't, if you're not coming into the game with huge capital, then, stuff, you know, yeah. it's going to be next to, you know, it's a hot, I love it. I, I do it for, it's my creative outlet. That's yeah. why I'm still doing this. You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you, I'm not, it's not, like I said, it's a, still a side hustle. I'm not making, a, you know, a nice salary. Job. Well, and yeah. to be able to stick with that, you know, if you're going on, you're going into your seventh or, or, you know, seven and a half years, whatever it may be, like, obviously it's something that you're very passionate about. It's kind of been the same with like Bryce and I were on episode, I think. We didn't do it off the hop. So I think we'll be on episode 131 here. So every Friday we're releasing one. Sometimes we'll drop a second one a week. We might even throw this one out a little bit early because we're recording a little bit early. But um, yeah, like it's kind of just something that same with us. Like it's not, uh, we're not out here trying to, uh, you know, be foreplay or whatever, subpar, make any, yeah. any money and off I, of it. I it's, love it's just something we like. I love right? that. Like, like, yeah. When I saw how many episodes you guys have done, I'm like, that's amazing. Right. Mm, yeah. I've even had some friends come up to me and they're like, let's start a podcast. And I'm like, Man, that's a lot of work, right? Like yeah. you gotta if you're doing especially if you're doing it like in person, you guys do it over the Zoom, which is obviously easier. But like if you're trying to do a setup where you know you got two people in two spaces or more people, and then you're having guests, like man, that's a full-time kind of oh, yeah. hustle, all right? Like booking yeah. people and then every week or twice a week or whatever. So props to you guys. Yeah, it's doing, uh, uh it's it's been a it's been a grind, man, but it's kind of now we're we're just in a place where like you know, we just kind of get talking to somebody, we shoot the shit a little bit about golf. And then we say like, why don't we just jump on a pod and like have a conversation? It's good, you know, good for you. We get, we actually do like have a pretty loyal following. So thank you to everybody who's listening. And something I mentioned earlier, so the website uh, is just below. So same thing, any, any uh, anybody listening in the car, or whatever it is, when you stopped, go below um, tight knit clothing. Is it tight knit yeah, com. Yeah, so that'll just be linked below. The Instagram will be uh, below as well. So like you were saying, like your photos are awesome, man. Like go give them a follow, especially if you're in the Toronto area. I know it's uh, it's cool because you do a lot of your deliveries like around your space too. I, I like when you post those, re- those reels. It's like really, uh, it's creative, man. I'm sure like when you go and you're dropping somebody off to somebody new, that's got to something off to somebody new. That's got to be such a cool feeling, right? But, man, the, the craziest order was I got an order from Japan. Mm. And this dude paid $56 in shipping. And it was a Nike golf. It was, uh, I, I branded tighten it on a Nike polo. And I was, I, that blew me away. So now like whenever a friend says, Oh man, can you give me free shipping? I'm like, man, I got a dude in Japan that paid like <laughs> 60 bucks in shipping. So you can you pay your $12. 12. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that, man. Is that like, is that about the craziest order that you've had? Like just something that's popped up and you've been like, yeah this is absurd like, um, right like i had a couple guys at a hawaii um like our military base okay i was like that that was pretty cool like seeing like a military base but yeah i've shipped all over the world i, I shipped uh one um was it venezuela or something it was yeah that was pretty crazy too but yeah it's mostly no north america like the ones in the states still are super cool right mm-hmm. but yeah i guess that just comes with the social media and stuff like people yeah. finding me because I just go really hard with the social media. I find it. I love 
posting and making videos and stuff like that. It's powerful, awesome. man. It's yeah. so a powerful, powerful thing. Yeah, we got like yeah, half I, a million people watching Bryce rip one into the woods or something like that. It's uh, it's crazy, yeah. man. It's duck awesome. Oh, really? Right. Oh, yeah. Just duck <laughs> hook it right in the I like, yeah. I like posted it one night. It was like a reel. And uh, like a week or two before I had posted one. I play at Port Hope. So I don't know if you've been out here. Beautiful okay. course. If you're ever out this way, let me know and we'll tee it up. But uh, it's one of five or six courses on the on lake ontario which for anybody who's not from ontario or canada lake ontario looks like an ocean to people especially this time of year massive the yeah. water is like teal because it's warmer than the ground so it's like it's really great to see um it's really cool really cool course bryce and i've teed up there a few times but um yeah i posted one where i like it was just like a three iron or something like that. And a bird like flew by almost at the Randy Johnson, almost clipped the bird. I did not, but I think that had like a couple hundred thousand views and uh, it was crazy, man. I like woke up one morning and like my phone was just like yeah. thousands of messages. And then I post one of Bryce or like a week later or something like that, or a couple weeks later. And I woke up one day and it was like 300,000 views overnight or something. That, yeah. It's probably at, was that on, was that on Instagram reels or TikTok? Yeah. Or it was, was on it? Instagram reels. Yeah. So, we haven't gotten the TikTok game yet. No, we got to get yeah. somebody to look after that. I can't. Uh, well, it's I can't absorb nice. that yet. Yeah, like during COVID, I, I downloaded TikTok and I didn't know how to use it. I was just kind of making stupid videos. Like if you scroll way, way back, you know my videos are ridiculous. They're so stupid. But like TikTok was working better for me than you know real. Well, reels wasn't really a thing at the time, right? Yeah. So, but now, now it's kind of switched. Now I'm noticing my reels are getting more views than like my TikTok. So it's kind of interesting. So. Do you find, uh, Tyler, like a, a relation to like, you know, you get something that pops off a little bit. Do you find a lot of people hop in the DMs? Do you find that that translates to some more orders and stuff that way? Like, so any other brands that might be listening, would you encourage that type of platform to, to you know, create new, you know, new guests, absolutely. new company or new clients absolutely. that way? Yeah. For, for me, social media is, uh, Titan, it runs on social media. If they were to delete Instagram and like TikTok tomorrow, I'd be screwed. I don't know what I'd do, mm, right? right? I'd have to put all my money into paid advertising or something, buy a billboard off the gardener or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I've directly seen someone like my video on TikTok, follow me, and then five minutes later get an order from the same guy. Really? So like that is, the when you see that happen, that's the most powerful stuff, Right. I'm, I'm pretty techie. So I look at my analytics and stuff and I see where people are coming from. Um, and it's really amazing. Like I, I use link tree. I put that in my Instagram yep. bio. So that, that allows you to put multiple links, right? So yep. you guys can link your podcast, your Instagram, whatever, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's been super helpful because people are clicking and things like that. And yeah, Linktree, uh, like we ha we have the Linktree like in the bio too. So this is a good time because Bryce and I are terrible at this. We're supposed to remind people to go in and watch the pod and subscribe and all of that stuff. And we're truly not very good at that. So you can go into the show notes below, check out the Linktree. It has this podcast on YouTube um, and mainly our main platforms are Apple and uh, and Spotify. So you can actually listen to the podcast directly right from that Linktree. Sorry, Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but... um. For me on TikTok, I had a couple of videos that pop off. It was just, there was a trend on TikTok where uh, there was a guy going up to people in New York City with headphones and he would ask them what they're listening to and they'd tell them. And then mm. he'd play the song in the TikTok and they walk away. And then from that trend, another trend started happening where people took that idea and they were trying to make it hilarious. So a guy would go up to his friend that he would pretend is a, um, someone he didn't know and he'd be like, what are you listening to? And then they'd say something else, like a, something ridiculous like what they were wearing or something completely off topic from what he asked. So I kind of use that to 
as a fit check moment. So I relate it to golf. So I have a couple of videos, like one, for example, I pinned it to my TikTok that has like over 130,000 views or something. It's my buddy saying, hey, man, can we play through? And instead of me on the tee deck, letting him play through, I go through my whole outfit and then I hit the ball out of bounds, right? <laughs> and that one, you know, got a lot of got a lot of laughs and a lot of shares and, you know, over 140,000, whatever views or stuff like that. So just like creative, you know, kind of taking a trend that is popular um, and like labeling it, like my label on TikTok is like, what the hell was this guy thinking? Or like something like that, right? Yeah. People click. And then once they're kind of in like, and see where it's going they're going to watch the whole video and if it's funny then they're going to like it and share it and comment and stuff well like so it was just a creative way for me to promote my brand i'm wearing a tight-knit tee tight-knit socks tight-knit mm-hmm. golf visor and then like do something stupid at the end to make them laugh, right so yeah like i've seen so much of that with like thumbnails and stuff like that so i try to get like a little bit creative with them and whatnot but it's like trying to get into like YouTube and stuff's a beast. We haven't like, you know, actually set aside any YouTube time shorts to... are huge. Yeah. I've been just posting, I've just been posting my content to that. And like, I've had a couple of videos, just even like over, you know, 5,000 views. I'm like, geez. And people are commenting on it and stuff like that. And it's just recycled content that I'm yeah. posting there. Mm. And I just add a couple of hashtags and I'm like, Oh my God, there's a whole other, there's know, so many a, different platforms, right? People over here. Right? Yeah, you so, can get lost in it. And like we've had like a a YouTuber on in the golf space before. His name's Nate Ed- Edwardson, and he covers like a lot of like the good good stuff, and you know Peter Finch and Rick Shields and all the stuff that's happening, like the latest golf stuff in the world, and uh, in the world of golf. And like he was kind of explaining just like the YouTube algorithms, and like that's a whole other world of of things, yeah. right? Like and and with podcasts, people love like. Uh, shorts and clips and stuff like that too. Like I know Joe Rogan's no longer over on YouTube, but like people uh, like there's other company or other like brands and whatnot that'll like clip his things like two and three minute. That's what people want to like watch. Right. But it's just, it's yeah. a ton of work too. Right. So I know you need a whole production team or something. Yeah. Right? You need like, like a full a, editor or something like that. Yeah. And kind of, uh, you know, to kind of go through and clip a lot of that stuff. So one day, one day we'll get there. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I was just saying that to my wife the other day. I was like, I wish I could pay a production team just to follow me around and just make content all the yeah. time, especially on the golf course. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I would love to be a golf YouTuber. Like those guys, you know what I mean? Like Bob does sports. Do you yeah. Guys watch mm-hmm. those? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like those guys, like it just started as Bob filming him and cold tuts playing. And now like they've got a tailor made deal. They're all making they're, sound. They're like, like, they're, they got a full Callaway deal. They're at the thing and getting all fitted. And everything. Yeah. Or, yeah. Callaway. Yeah. Not it's but, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like, you guys man. see that one of, uh, of cold cuts just running into the garage door at the Airbnb. Oh, my, I'm surprised he's not dead. I actually commented on the post. He got a bunch of likes. I was like, well, I was like, Bob, looks like you need like a, a new a four, a four man guy. You yeah. Because I mean? <laughs> like, I, I didn't. Dead. I saw it on TikTok and then like had no idea. I thought it was just a random TikTok. And then I saw it again on Instagram on the Bob Bill Sports account. I was like, oh my God, that's Joey Yeah. yeah. Like, I've had a couple of concussions from hockey. I'm like, he is oh. definitely concussed from that. Yeah. Like, he's in, yeah. he's in trouble with that one, man. And then like their group, like the three of them are just awesome too. Like having Pat Perez, like he's a stick. He's man. like, he's good too. He's, he's so like, a, he's like a plus one yeah. or something too, right? Just, so, yeah. or a single. And he's like, to, you know, just the the vibe of like I, I saw them like the other day posting like eighteen holes, eighteen hot dogs or whatever when they did the yeah, fifty yeah. tacos and stuff. It's crazy, yeah. man. They've they've found just, a way to like deliver something new to an audience that 
you know, well, that that's yeah. always been there, right? Like, yeah, I just love them because they remind me of my buddies, like you know, oh, yeah. chirping yeah. each other, talking shit, drinking beers, right? Like, sure. I love good, good. I love watching their videos. I love watching Grant uh, when they he first started stuff like that. But like, you know, those guys are. You know, they're kind of from the Bible Belt. They're good boys. You know what I mean? You don't see them cracking beers on the course or like, you know, doing chirping each other, really. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of yeah. like the Bob does sports because it seems more realistic um, with the guys that I play with. You know, you're cussing. Yeah. You know, you're sw- you know, you can't get out of the sand trap some days. You know what I mean? Like, you're just you're just having a good time. Well, it's, it's more relatable, too, right? It's uh you know, Steve from like good, good definitely fits in with the Bob does sports vibe a little bit more, but it's yeah. like, yeah, you, they do like, I was watching their nine, like the masters video, or they did like a major, a good, good major, uh, Bob does sports, good, good major. And it was just like the nine holes on Bob does sports channel. And then the nine holes on good, good channel. It was just like bleep, 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 bleep. Like every time <laughs> in the card, they're just like completely blocking it off. So that'd be so hard. Like, I know they have some of the best editors in the game, man, but that would take forever for those guys to go through and oh block out God. all that cussing but you know it's yeah. it's just different markets different uh but it's enjoyable yeah, to watch sure. it's still entertaining right mac here for manscape spring has sprung and the global leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants the start of spring also marks the start of testicular cancer awareness month in april manscaped has partnered with the testicular cancer society to bring awareness to testicular cancer Men's Health and Early Cancer Detection Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Head over to manscaped.com. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code OTSGOLF manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping with the promo code ots golf tyler lowey putters he does like um he's one of the only two people who hand mill putters and we had like five thousand downloads or something for it like wow. everybody that like knew him came over and checked it out right and so it's just like too. yeah and like so custom cool. clubs he does i know yeah. i think custom clubs has one of your hats right he, he does yeah. yeah yeah he's a good dude man. he's a great he's a dude, dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll have to leave this part in the pod, and I'll tell him it's there. I'll have to go through and edit yeah. it and let him know this part's there. So, yeah, shout out to Custom he's, Clubs. He's dope. I like his style, how he only runs, like, you know, seven, eight clubs or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, he's I got, like, the half, like half set. Half yeah. yeah. That's dope. I've yeah. got one of those Camino half bags, and, like, there's there's a few of them. There's a few different brands. Like, I know he's ho- hooked up with uh, – can't remember the brand right now. Sorry, Chris. But um, he's uh, he's hooked up with them, and they, like – you know, you just grab like a little Sunday bag, kind of fill it with a few clubs, go out and it, like, I've done it, man. It doesn't really change your scores. Like it doesn't do much. Yeah. Like, I've been in See, a couple spots where I was like, doing other shots. Yeah. yeah. And like, I love being creative. Like I am way more creative than I'm skilled on the golf course. Like we've talked about this a lot. I do. I have no business trying to hit some of the shots that I do, but it's fun, man. It keeps the game, yeah, you know, fun for, sure. for, you know, it keeps you like engaged and interested in it. And that's kind of for me and I'm a lefty, right? So we're all a little squirrely from that yeah. side of the t-block so it's a little that's what i that, that's what i tell my boys that are starting out or you know they're not very good like if they hit one just into the bush a little bit i'm like don't drop learn to hit out of there that's what mm-hmm. i did and i can make those hero shots yeah you can time. find a way you, know what I mean? you like, can yeah. uh and yeah. and like you'll remember i remember bryce you and i talking about how you had like a shot with like a little bit of a window right and like i can't remember where it was but we talked about it on the podcast like in the past and like 
when you make that shot, you're going to like, remember that you're going to miss that shot oh, for sure. the other 17, 18 times that you try it. But when you make that shot and there's like a small little window or a small little gap or access that you have and you make that shot, it's a lasting memory. Right. And that's kind of like why I play the game. I like, we're in both my first two rounds of the year, I almost had a hole in one in each of them. And it's like, that's the goal, right? Bryce and I always talk yeah. about hole in one. So as soon as the hole in ones come up, have you had one yet, Tyler? Oh my God. I've been so close so many times. My dad has like three or four and okay. my bro- I watched my brother get one and uh, he shot like, he had the worst round of his life. He shot like 120 and he had a hole in one during oh, the round. So it was uh, like, <laughs> it was like, doesn't even want know, to keep that scorecard of that yeah, ball or whatever. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, him like I, shamefully holding up that scorecard? He probably, yeah. It was at the rock up in Muskoka. Sorry. Um, shout out to your brother, man. That's a, that's yeah, a tough one to, to have it on. Like the other day it was like early in the, I, I said this before it was like early in the season. I think I had like a little Kirkland nugget or something like that. Probably all chewed up by the end of the round. Like I usually play tricks on XVs and stuff. So, which luckily my nice one one at Port Hope last year I had, but I was like, imagine like putting that thing in the ball case. It's just torn up. It's early in the year. You're just amazing. Like, yeah. It's got a story though, it. man. It's got a story. Yeah. So that scorecard, if you're shooting 120, display that really proud because hole in ones are hard to come by. But we've talked a couple into fruition here, Tyler. So if you get one in the next couple of weeks, you got to come back and let us know because it's, uh, it's happened. It. It's happened. Bryce is, uh, I'm definitely tagging you boys. If I get it, it's, I'll do a whole promo video it'll be a <laughs> week long. I'll do videos every week. We've I'll had a, we've had a couple guests on three guys. Yeah. And, and one girl, uh, in an one LPGA girl. event in her first LPGA event, the day it was like the day after I was talking to her and we mentioned a hole in one on the pod and she got it in her first LPGA event. No way. Yeah. I've been, I've been a foot away from an albatross. Yeah. So have I. At Bondhead, North side driver four iron. It hit the pin. It landed like six inches before the pin hit the pin and it stopped, you know, oh. a foot or two after, but I was, it was hilarious. It was me and my buddy Burton, um, and we played with two singles and one of them was like this little Asian lady and she, she almost like fainted. She was so shocked. I almost that, had, that uh, I, I almost was dunked awesome. on Easter the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce had a close one. Like that was, that was like a foot or so too, right? It was like an inch. I didn't need her at, at Dundas what Valley. Statistics? Like what do they say? One, one in, in like 20, one in 17 and a half thousand, I think. And then yeah. what is it for an albatross? It's like it's more, more. more. Yeah, it's way yeah. more. Right? It's way more. Like sure. it's 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 like significantly higher. Like I think it's like into yeah. the millions. Like it's insane. Is but it that far? Is it might be like six hundred thousand or something like that? But it's that's it's, how tight I was on Easter. Wow. Yeah, that's uh like wow. that's an inch. Yeah. If that's an how inch far? to the left, that's a dunk. That's a full VJ so dunk. That was hole in one. Yeah. So Bryce, we've had a couple scares already this year. I almost had one on a par four at Dundas Valley, which was really cool. It was about a foot um, on a, it was like the fifth hole or something like that. So it was like uh, just a three forty five. wasn't a crazy long par four, but it was, and it's got like a little shoot. And then this year, Bryce and I both almost had one. Um, and then Bryce, you remember that little track I was playing at Deerhurst? There's like a little lake lakeview course oh, yeah, or something like that course? lakeside the course lakeside so course, and yeah. i had it on video i hit the pin on the there's like a par five but it's short it's like 480 or something like that 
but I probably had like a five or a six iron in. I can't really remember now. It, it honestly might've been a nine iron. I think it was like, cause it's elevated. You're hitting down into it. Like, so there wasn't much, uh, much of an approach, but I hit the pin too. And then I did make the Eagle putt, which was great. So, oh, um, those. but like, that's, You're that's one of those, those shots now, man. that's it, man. I remember like I, it was posted somewhere and somebody was like par five, 480 something. Yard. I was like, I don't know, man. It's just what's on the scorecard. Yeah. Like, an eagle there's two a, on a par four would still be really cool on a long par four, right? So yeah, there's a hole at uh, Redcrest. It's hole. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. And you, the the easy the the shot that it's supposed to be played is you hit like a four iron out to the fairway, right? And it's a dog leg right, but it's like three twenty or something over the bush. And I just hit driver, so it's funny when I I usually play as a single because uh, a lot of my buddies have moved away, and I just show up as a single play with the old guys and. It's always funny. I get two guys to drive out to the middle of fairway, and oh, I yeah. always just drive over the tree. And I'm usually putting for eagle uh, most times, and it's it's just amazing to get their reaction. And then yeah. you know, having that opportunity to putt for an eagle is like the best thing ever. Like it's that's one of the, if you make it too. Like it's incredible. I I I got some length off the tee, but that's more Bryce's game putting for eagle. Yeah. That guy hits it like a needle off the tee. Carries it like three forty. So that's uh, oh, that's wow. that's Bryce's game. So him I'm and I are you, Bryce. Oh, I'm six two, but I only weigh yeah. about a buck seventy. So. I'm telling you, man, it's the tall, like lanky dudes can it's the just lag smash up there, them. man. It's the lag. I'm only five ten. I hit the gym and I just try to muscle them out there, and sometimes I do. But yeah, I feel like you look at the the tour pros, like the guys that can hit them, like they're just tall, lanky it's dudes. The it's long the arms, man. Yeah. I can get the club way up there, and it's just got so much time to to gather momentum and. Then we yeah. uh we get a couple into the bushes sometimes, but the people appreciate it, man. They watch yeah. it and check it out. And oh, there's yeah, like a, not with my seventy three the other day, but you go down in the comments oh, and there's like a couple people. Dialed. There's a couple people that are like, "Oh, that's a snap hook or whatever." And we're like, "Yeah, we know." If you go like three reels below, you can watch them punch it out and then make a bogey from there too. But it's funny, man. There's the internet trolls are great, but that's that's a funny thing about golf is it's such a like tight knit community in the sense of everyone loves golf content i feel like there's so many more people addicted to golf because of covid like so many more people got oh, into for sure, it so yeah. when you're posting golf content it has that opportunity to go viral but at the same time mm. there's always going to be so many haters oh yeah because they because the game is so hard when they see people that can make good shots they're like how is this guy making good you know he must be cheating or whatever yeah i've been trying so it. long like, i've been trying so long to like develop yeah. that shot or whatever it is but yeah, some people just got it, man. Some people like, you know, we've had Mac Boucher on the pod a couple times. I don't know if you follow him, but man, I've played like, with him. I've played with him. Yeah, and he's I just think like he got a hole in one during our round too. We played. Yeah, he's uh, got like nine or something, man. Like, yeah, he it was crazy. He's um, he was buddies with my cousin Jacob, Jacob Scriven. Um, so he came and us three played, and he was. This is way before he had anything going on. Like yeah. he had a like a shoe deal or something. Like he or he had used to work for the shoe company. It was like a slip on Bions, yeah. Uh, Bions. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Um and I thought those were pretty neat. Yeah, and, they're pretty like yeah. they're like a classic like Oxford type of look and they're like a rubber shoe essentially, right? Yeah, I like there. But yeah, um, he was a super good dude, really good at golf. And now it's incredible to see his trajectory. Like, holy yeah. cow. Off, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he was on probably five or six pods ago, and we had done I don't know, he's probably like episode number ten or something like that. And he had when I first started following his page, he only had three or four hundred followers, and then uh by the time we released it, I remember like back in the day, like 
we recorded on like a Monday probably or something like that. I was putting it out on the Friday. And even in that time period, he gained like 2000 followers, which back then was like a lot. And now he's up to a quarter million. That was one of the questions I asked him. I was like, imagine a quarter million people watching you like play golf and, and you know, people give him a hard time too. And like joggers and stuff like that. They're just, you know, it's a pretty fashionable duty, yeah. uh, but it's like, it's gotta be hard, man. Having people like micromanage what you're wearing on the course and stuff like that all the time. But. I know, but have you seen golf fashion? Pull up to any golf course. 95% of the guys out there look like shit. You know what I mean? Bad, like <laughs> It can yeah, be. It, he, he dresses quite well. Yeah. So when it's a jogger, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, just the thing. It's like anybody, we talk about like the keyboard warriors or internet yeah. trolls or whatever they're just looking for something to find right so um exactly. if we can uh if, if we can just kind of wrap up i got a couple of questions if we can if you got a few more minutes tyler but we talked sure. about the inspiration of the brand kind of um you know going to house parties stuff like that you know seeing and wanting to you know have local uh you know kind of more connect with more local brands and stuff like that is there was there any brand that you kind of saw when you were younger that you you know kind of might have thought i want to build a brand based off of that one that you saw or a second part of that conversation or that uh, question. I always like to have like a conversation about if you could collab with any brands, it could be a golf brand. It could be like, you know, Adidas, Nike, whatever it is. But if you can make a collaboration, I'm sure there's one that's out there for you. Um, what brand would that be? Wow. Um, yeah, as far as like one brand that I really looked up to there, there, I can't really put that out there. There's there, there's a few of them. Like Legends League was a huge inspiration for me just because they were a local Toronto brand. They did a lot of cool work. They put stuff on, you know, Drake when he was up and coming in like 20, 2009 and stuff like that. I always loved Brian's Hustle. Um, he had a storefront in the city, which was great to walk through and just see all his pieces. But he wasn't really connected to golf, but just like that local streetwear scene. Um, but it's like, as far as a brand, I'm a huge new balance guy right now. I'm, like I said, I'm in my mid thirties. I need a shoe that's stylish and that's not going to hurt my back. If I walk too long in them, like I love wearing Jordans and stuff, but those really aren't worth meant for walking in that long. So I would love to connect, uh, collab with new balance, maybe do a golf shoe or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that would be really dope because they're, they're starting to get into the golf scene with their shoes and stuff now. And yeah, they've got so many sweet, um, so many different types of shoes um, that they could use for golf. Um, I'm a bit like I got probably four different pairs of five, seven, fours. So like with just yeah. different colorways and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just like, it's kind of one of my go-to shoes and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's like, obviously I got some Adidas, I got some Nikes, I got some Jordans on the course and stuff like that too. But it's like, yeah, like the, new- the collaborations that New Balance does too, like with, um, you know, Teddy Santis or, um, you know, some of these guys like Action Bronson just did a shoe. Like the shoes and the colorways are, I think they are really, really leading the game as far as sneaker collaborations. When it comes to clothing collaborations, it's kind of more of the same. It's just two logos kind of mm-hmm. match the one. But when it comes to shoes, you can really play with the your the colors and kind of all, all the color blockings and kind of make some funky stuff. So I think designing a shoe would be super dope. Yeah, yeah, I got a little bit of a two-part question here. Um, one, have you um, kind of randomly walked up on someone wearing your wearing your gear? And two, um, what does that feel like? Or the first time you you saw that, what did that feel like? Um, I 
I haven't, but I've had a lot of friends or people DMing me and saying, hey, I was wearing a tight-knit tee or a tight-knit hat, and a guy came up to me. He's like, yo, tight-knit, you must know Tyler or whatever. And they either did or they didn't know me personally. And mm-hmm. that was amazing just because that was kind of one of the things that I wanted the whole brand to be about, what I said earlier. is yeah. If you're wearing that piece, it's something different. It's something not everyone has because I do small runs. And You're one of the boys. Yeah, you're you're a part of the tight knit fam. You know what I mean. So, um, no, I, I haven't been in that position yet. But yeah, I get my DMs. Uh, you know, at least once or twice a month, of people saying they ran into someone wearing it. And that's that's, that's kind of the best feeling ever. Yeah. What do you think your reaction would be, Tyler, if you were just kind of walking your, you know, say you're walking through like Peterson or something like that, or the Eaton Center, and you you see somebody, like would... you see your logo on the back of somebody. Yeah, I'd probably go up and like hug the dude or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it's it's super possible now. Like when I first started, it was mostly just friends and family supporting. But I'm at the stage now where like I don't know anyone that buys stuff from me anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? People from all over the world. So it's so neat. It's so dope, and it's definitely a possibility. So, but yeah, I would probably just walk up and just hug the person and thank them. Mm-hmm. And, I guess that know, would be like even there. another level too. Say you're like walking around New York City or something. You saw it. like that'd be even more like yeah, next level. That wild, would be right? unreal. So where yeah. do we uh, where do we want Titanet to go? We can wrap it up here, but where do we want Titanet to go? Like, so we're in you know six seven years. You uh, you want to make this a full time thing one day? Like, do you want to keep this like I've... into a smaller community? What's your thoughts on it for the future? Yeah, like just looking at what Malvin did. Um, I mean, they're massive now. They're like in they're in, like in Japan and stuff. But mm-hmm. having like a really dope storefront, like in the city or something, that's kind of has that golf simulator, the kind of that relaxed chill vibe theme it kind of feels like you're in a buddy's basement or something with all the pieces hanging i think having my own storefront and making it into a full-time business for me would be i would be so happy with that i don't have to be a millionaire or anything but if i can make a good paycheck off it and just do what i love and create a vibe where everyone can come together and enjoy uh the clothing and, and the atmosphere would be would be super dope I like that, man. I really like that storefront idea. Find a little corner spot for Bryce and I to run a couple pods and we'll have some, uh, there you go. Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple clients in there buying stuff and we can, uh, that'd be right. sweet, man. I'd love it. That's, yeah. that's cool though. I really like the idea of like a storefront with a simulator, you know, that's just more based on like that idea of a community, right? People being able to come yeah. in, check out some gear, hit a couple golf balls, have a couple drinks. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. Just come hang out. Yeah. yeah that's sweet. Well, Tyler, Tyler Abbott, uh, creator and founder of Tight Knit Golf Co. Or, well, Tight Knit Clothing Co. Um, I think there'll be like a, a play off of golf. I, I feel like golf is going to find its way into uh, to the brand pretty strong here in the future. But uh, a couple releases coming up, so I got to get I got to get a couple pieces from you. Um, I got to get one of those high crowns as well. So it's uh, I got yeah, the I got the maybe. gray and silver hair. I got I got to get some some hanging out the side of it or something like that. So. Hey man, I, I still got some visors. If you if you're a visor dude, man, I got yeah. the uh, you know the imperial, the the nice the the, 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 the ones that like VJ Singh used to wear. Yeah, the yeah. high top ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are sweet. I'll uh, I'll get one of those out there, and I'll I'll get I hide it. <laughs> yeah. I I can't hide the beard, but I uh, I got I got some good flow back there too. So, Bryce, you could wear one of those too, man. You yeah, would, uh... it just struggles because then the stuff up here starts coming in front. Yeah. So I used I used to do a top bun. And that yeah, would I could the top under the flow back. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Mine is just like thin and like old and 
like it's not coarse or anything so it just kind of does what it wants man but it, yeah. you just got to let it be man it's like bubba out there but tyler this was yeah. great man hopefully uh once you drop a couple things for the golf brand and then or the golf uh you know your iterations with golf and your lineup for golf and then you got your summer stuff coming out maybe we can uh loop back and do it again man after the season or something this that'd be amazing fun. guys yeah let's let's play if we can um yeah. we'd love that i heard michigan's got some some tight golf down there well, too. No, but, it's great yeah, down there's here. some great course great. I forget who I saw on YouTube was down there recently or something, but yeah. Yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine who was down there too, and it's just like, it's a hotbed for golf down there. There's so much, right? So Bryce's got a couple things coming up. He's going to be carrying the bag soon too, so that'll be good. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure like the area that I live in currently is like the most golf courses per square mile in like the country or something. Wow. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's like really high up, like the amount of golf courses in the small area. It's pretty crazy. That's amazing. Somebody will find us and uh, find that clip and prove you. Yeah, wrong. someone sure will. There'll, be, there'll yeah. be something. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the haters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here comes the haters. Welcome, welcome. It's, uh, it's good advertising. Good advertising. Tyler, this is great, though. I just ask them all if they want to play a match, and then I don't hear Yeah, anything. there you go. There you go. Yeah, Bryce is like the male... Paige Baranek, right? I, I love that. Anytime everybody's like giving her a hard time, she's like, all right, let's play and, and uh, make something of it. Yeah. But yeah, so anybody who's uh, interested in following the brand, uh, we've got the Instagram handle below. I'm just trying to grab it here quickly. But if you got to go ahead, Tight Knit Clothing it's Co. T- Tight Knit Clothing Co. Yeah, on Instagram. Uh, Tight Knit Clothing on TikTok. Uh, TightKnitClothing.com. Uh, I just updated the website. Uh, and yeah, new pieces dropping soon, like within the next two weeks. Two three weeks, nice. and wow, if you awesome. if you have any Tyler's gear too, we'd love to we'd love to hear it. Or if you have that uh, the hashtag keep it tight, like if yep. uh, you know definitely tag us. We'd love to reshare any of it. But uh, yeah, this will be going up, and uh, we've recorded this one a little bit early, but we'll be popping out out shortly. But uh, if you haven't already, and go I'll, check I'll it out. Clips. Hopefully, it releases yeah. it out. I'll make some clips and post it on my stuff too because yeah. this is great, guys. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. We'll take care. Thanks, Tyler. He's out in my ball and of course where I tee up uh, I lose the ball and I re-up yeah. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it, reach it. Second was blind, I ain't see it yeah. Feel like it might be an average I was working scenario